After a poor third quarter, the Utah Jazz burst out in the fourth on a 20-0 run and beat the Timberwolves for the third time in the month. Donovan Mitchell, oh my goodness, was he excellent. We're talking about it all coming up on Postcast. David Locke, usually along with Ron Boom, but Ron's on TV tonight, so I'm flying solo here on Postcast and looking forward to chatting with you and opening up with your questions and your thoughts on this New Year's Eve as the Utah Jazz defeat the Minnesota Timberwolves tonight by the final score of 120 to 108. An interesting game. The, the game was very close. It was 17-16 early. Jazz were up by one, and then Minnesota shorthanded without D'Angelo Russell and without Carl Anthony Towns had to pull both Malik Be- or chose to pull both Malik Beasley and Anthony Edwards in their rotation. And the Jazz went on a nice little surge at that point as they closed the first quarter on a uh eleven to four run when those two guys were off the floor and Minnesota just didn't have anybody who could possibly score at that point. In the second quarter, the Jazz jumped out to a 10-11 point lead and really controlled the whole game in the second quarter, outscoring the Wolves 34-28. They led by 10 most of the quarter. Rudy Gay had 10 points in that quarter, and the Jazz were seemingly in pretty good control at halftime at 63-50. Then in the third quarter, the Minnesota Timberwolves looked like they suddenly figured out how to play without Carl Anthony Towns. And without D'Angelo Russell, looked very comfortable doing so. And the Jazz looked like they were having a very, very hard time with what the defense assignments could be. Hassan Whiteside was out of the game uh, with a concussion-like symptoms. And so they tried to play small in the middle with Rudy Gay, and that did not work. They just drove to the basket and scored on three of five possessions. And the Jazz then brought Rudy Gobert back in the game, and he actually never left after that. And on the offensive side, the ball absolutely stuck uh, got back into one-on-one. They were switching one through five, and the Jazz really looked like they were struggling uh, to make the right moves and the right reads in those circumstances. But in the fourth quarter, the Jazz came out. Donovan was just incredible. He finished, I believe, with in the fourth quarter. Donovan, I think, had 12 points in the quarter. He finished with a season-high 39 tonight um, and was absolutely in control. He hit off-the-bounce threes. Uh, the one that jumps out to me is his catch-and-shoot three, which has eluded him all season long, came back tonight. His ability to get to the basket and finish is truly remarkable. He he is, you know, he is a once-in-a-lifetime player to watch on a night-in and night-out basis. 39.6 rebounds, five assists. His passing was was terrific as well um, in that ball game as he hit Rudy Gay in a bunch of plays. Probably could have had as many as 11 or 12 assists. Um, he really, really did a marvelous job. And that is the Jazz wrap up the month of December with only two losses in the whole month, the back-to-back two home losses. Otherwise, they were virtually perfect um, in the month. Minnesota wraps up the month, which has stricken by injuries and COVID and everything else. And they've got a super soft schedule coming up. So as they get healthy, expect Minnesota to be a playoff team. I, I think they have a real chance to be the sixth team in the Western Conference once they get right. So we could see them again in the playoffs. And they play a, they play a trapping uh, style and pressure defense. It's not easy. Uh, to handle. Let's get to some of your questions. Uh, Landon says that Mitchell and Gobert were dominant, and, he, and they and he really they were. The thing that jumps out to me about that in, in in that regard is when the season started, we talked about these two guys, and the one thing that jumped out to me is I thought that both of them had a chance to get better, and I think they both have. Rudy is a much much better player, offensive player, at that. Uh, defensive player has always been great, but he's he's even doing more defensively, and then on the. Donovan's a much better player than he was a year ago. He, he's just, he's really terrific in, in every way he's approaching this. Um, the way he's um, 
you know, moving the basketball, the way he's finding open opportunities for people, uh, the way he's aware of his teammates, and then his ability to finish and get to where he wants to um, is uh, really something. Lacey says, Happy New Year. I want to hear the call on the block. Don't know what I think of the call on the block. I, I, I think I might have gotten a little over the top. Got a little personal to me. When you dish Rudy, it gets personal to me, and then I have a tendency to get a little too much um, into it. Like, I say silly things like this. And I shouldn't probably say things like that. I don't know. Del Toledo, I was impressed by the win. Rudy's the best defender of all time. It's right up there. We're watching special players. Um, we're watching special, special players. Uh, are Joe and Pascal being traded? No, Pascal's out for personal reasons, non-COVID related. And Joe has a sore back. And if you watch Joe, it looked like he had a sore back in the last game. So um, I think that, no, I don't, you know, hey, they might get traded. Uh, but I don't think they're getting traded right now. I would, I would say that. Uh, you know, fourth quarter was really special tonight. Uh, Chris is right. 20 to 0 run by the jazz. They really, they put the whooping down. Um, and it, it was a dominating, awesome performance, uh, by the jazz in that fourth quarter to, um, to, to defend, you know, as Rudy said, to his post game really, you know, the zero is what it starts on the defensive end. And, and that is a lot of it. Anthony Edwards didn't know where to go. Then they got going and they ran to three bogey, hit some shots. Um, but it's really, uh, that was, that's special. Only great teams going 20 0 runs. They can keep talking. We can keep winning. Rudy blocked that shot to the moon for a reason. Show him Rudy. He said he missed it in the first half, uh, third quarter when he tried that same move and, uh, was waiting for him to get it, get it going. Uh, Trent Forrest runs the offense really well for a second year player getting closer to being trusted in the playoffs if needed. I think so. The lack of shooting in the playoffs, I think gets exposed. I think when scouting reports are not as detailed game to game as they are right now, then I think you probably can uh, do it. But I, I, I think he's doing a fabulous job. But I'm, uh, the playoffs, Andy, that might be another step for him. Just the lack of shooting uh, could come to be a problem there. But he really, he's been uh, terrific. And the coaches have, um, uh, the coaches have been just effusive with their praise of the way he dealt with those two games uh, without Donovan. And so I think they rewarded him with the start tonight. And then he stepped up to that. Uh, Dave Benz mentioned screen assist quite a bit. Figured Locke would be proud of that. Oh, nice to hear. Dave's right on the floor right now uh, down below me. January is going to be a brutal schedule. Glad we got this one. Yes, January is going to be tough. And at some point, I would think that the COVID thing is going to get us. Uh, I, I can't imagine it doesn't. Why isn't Jared Butler getting more minutes? So, Chase, who would he play in front of? And why would he play? Like, it's not a criticism of him. We're really good. Young players don't play on really, really good teams. So I understand we all like him because he's our rookie. Um, he is a second-round draft pick. Even more, very few second-round draft picks play on a good team. Um, so I, I do wonder, <coughs> excuse me, I do wonder who you think he would be uh, playing in front of or for in those minutes. Uh, Bogdanovich continues to be a steadying force in this team, been very consistent. Addition as yeah, he's been just absolutely uh, great, uh, abs absolutely uh, fantastic. What did Beverly and Edwards shoot in the paint tonight? I do not have that final number for you. They certainly did not want to talk about that pregame when I tried to get um, Chris Finch to talk about. It. They went nine of fourteen in the restricted area. They only took fourteen shots in the restricted area all night. Twenty three games. My dad texts me and says since. November 3rd, 
I'm just reading this straight. My dad literally just texted me during the show. Uh, since the November 13th, Jazz are 18 and four. All four losses are at home. Last road loss was 11 7. All four road loss, all those four losses were by one play, and all were strange. 23 games until the All Star break, 11 at home, 12 on the road. Six of the 11 are early February, so January is tough with 11 of 16 on the road. That is accurate, Dad. Thanks. And unfortunately, I don't get to go on the road for any of them. So we'll be calling lots of games from arenas and wondering how the team is doing. Hope you're doing great. Sorry to not have Ron with us. He jumped over to TV tonight. Um, we are excited to be back with you tomorrow. Warriors, Utes, Rose Bowl, Jazz Warriors. What a day tomorrow. Be, be nice to yourself tonight. Don't get yourself in trouble. Have a good one.